Welcome to The Cyber Cookie, your go-to podcast for everything cybersecurity. Whether you're a seasoned tech professional or you're just getting started on your journey of security, we've got something for you. Today, we welcome Jan Carroll, founder of the Fortify Institute. Jan tells us her story and how she got started in cybersecurity and how she went on to found the Institute. She also breaks down the different types of courses available and what it takes to excel in cybersecurity training in Ireland. She also offers our listeners a free course, so stay tuned for that. Before we get started, a quick request. If you enjoy our podcast, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a follow or subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. If you like what you hear, give us a thumbs up or a five-star rating. Your support goes a long way in helping us spread the word about digital security to a wider audience. Thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Hi, Jan. Thanks for um, thanks for taking part in our in our podcast today, and I'm sure our listeners are going to be very interested in what you have to say around cybersecurity, the, the courses that are available to people, and how they can further their knowledge and technical knowledge in cybersecurity, and, and and perhaps their careers as well. So, um, Jan, you might give our listeners a, a bit of a background uh, to yourself and and how you got started really within cybersecurity. Yes, Dar, and thanks for inviting me today. I'm delighted to be here and, and talk about cybersecurity. <laughs> so how did I get into it? Well, I've always been technical from the time I was knee high. And when I left school, I actually did a, an electrical apprenticeship, which was quite unusual <laughs> all those years ago. It's still quite unusual. Um, but I, th- that was what I wanted to do. And, I, and my family supported me. And then I went on to do electronics, okay, because I, I found that's where I, my area was. And what happened then was um, when I got married, I wanted something more flexible. And when um, the kids came along, I needed something more flexible. And that's when I moved into teaching. And I found when I got into teaching that, um, yeah, I had all this technical knowledge, but everyone thinks they can be a teacher and it's actually a, a very, <laughs> it's a very unique skill. Yeah, so a psychological I, I, side to it. Exactly, exactly. And while I had all these technical skills and all this technical education, um, I then realised I had to go and learn how to be a teacher. So I went and did postgrad in and a master's in adult education. And I actually loved working in adult education. It was all about second chance education and and people who hadn't, things hadn't worked out for them, they could come back and do what they really wanted to do. So I, I did that for, uh, for a few years. And then I remember one time, and, I, and when I was in adult ed, I was always teaching technical subjects. So it was um, IT skills, um, cloud computing, web design, um, e-commerce, all of these things. And I remember one time we had this discussion about if you had your time again, what would you do? Okay. And this was around 2015. And we went around the room and then somebody turned to me and said, Jan, if you had your time again, what would you do? And I didn't even think about it. I just said cybersecurity. And by the end of that week, I'd enrolled on a master's program in ITB at the time in cybersecurity. And uh, and it was funny because I'd worked in in ITB as in computer services for five years, and it was lovely to go back and then um, do the you know do do the masters. 
and it was cybersecurity, information security around that time. GDPR was coming in, so the industry was was fairly um, fairly hopping. And and when I had um, graduated, I didn't find it that hard to actually find a role. And I know there's a, there's a huge challenge for people, especially career changers, to get their start in cybersecurity. And I, I, I honestly don't yet know what the answer is. Um, a lot of it is very um, industry and time specific. But yeah, so I, I, I worked in industry in some of the biggest, some of them, you know, the biggest com companies or the cybersecurity companies and consultancies in, in Ireland. And I had a fantastic time. Right. And I, I loved every every minute of it and the people I, I met and worked with and the clients, everything. Um, but then COVID hit. OK, mm -hmm. so when COVID hit, like a lot of people with lockdown and everything and being at home for so much, so, you know, so, so long. Yeah, um, I remember. It gave, <laughs> yeah, it gave me that opportunity to stop and and take stock of where I was going and and I was then one of the what they call the the great uh, part of the great resignation. And even though I I loved the job I had at the time, yeah. um, I knew I wanted to start my own business. And I didn't think I'd miss teaching in the way I did. <laughs> okay, so I I thought about it. I spoke to my family, and um, I said, right, let's see what what's out there. So, um. By coincidence, it was around the same time as the HSE attack. Okay. I was going to mention and, that because that happened yeah. right at, in COVID. Everything changed that day. Like I yeah. knew the importance of cybersecurity and IT security and, and you know doing all these different things and having all these different tools and everything else. But I think when the HSE happened, it was like, oh my God, it this could happen to my business. You know, yeah, whereas, it, made, it made it mainstream. And that's yeah, what because I think up to then it was about, you know, invoice yeah. redirection and you know yeah. um social engineering and stuff like that like small scale stuff but when we saw what happened to the hse where th they yeah. basically had to go back to pen and paper and mm -hmm. years of disruption millions and millions of euro to get it right um afterwards you know um yeah. and that's from a, an organization who was investing in cybersecurity at the time like they, they weren't it wasn't their first rodeo so yeah it, it really did change everything so and that led you on back 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 into the into the teaching game again yeah, well, because um, I, I around that time um, I was looking at working with UCD Professional Academy, and I, I was brought on there to create a cybersecurity course and deliver a cybersecurity course, and it was all been done remotely. Mm -hmm. And with UCD Professional Academy, they they deliver these short courses for um, professionals and where where they thought they were just adding another course. It actually got so busy, busy that I've been basically doing a, a new uh, a new group every month since then. Okay, so I've had about a thousand students go through oh, that. And what course. do you get? The, what do you get at the end of that? You get a professional diploma in cybersecurity. So we it's like a level seven topics. or something like that, or it's non-accredited, and we're very yeah. clear that it's, it's non-accredited. But um, and that's this is one of the things that I'm asked mm. all the time about um is it the skills is it the knowledge is it the certifications and it's a bit of both it depends on what your um requirements are and where you're where you're starting from and where your end goal is and it's also the resources you have available to you and with regards to either financial and time-wise okay 
Um, but I have to say, I'm very proud of that course that I do with UC Professional Academy, and now I'm also delivering the ethical hacking course as well. Um, so that's so yeah, that uh, so that gave me the freedom then to leave my job and then also start the company. So being two feet. Yeah, yeah. So when I thought about it, I said, right, there's two things I want to deal with here. I want to try and tackle the cyber skills gap because it's a huge skills gap, as we know. Yeah. And I also want to try and improve diversity. Okay. Um, and it's not just getting more women into the industry. It's getting it's diversity across the board. We want to get more people of color. We want to get more um, people from different backgrounds um, from different countries, everything. Right. Diversity of the whole disability, everything. Right. Um, yeah. Because that makes us all more secure because we're we're getting everybody's experience we're not just focusing on one area um so that was another that was what i wanted to that, that's why, why i started the business fortify institute and it's, it's really good because having those two um goals it makes me it makes my job so easy to think about well what do i need to do where do i need what do i need to do today who do i need to talk to you know what events do i need to go to so everything is working towards tackling the cyber skills gap and improving diversity um yeah they married so, together yeah yeah so I, I so i started the company in april 2021 and it's been going from strength to strength so we deliver so I have my work with UCD Professional Academy and then I also, with the company, um, I deliver our own courses and then I also work with other um, with, with other training providers such mm -hmm. as Chevron. So Chevron have a course that I have been working on nearly a year now and that's the Springboard course. So if you don't know what Springboard, Springboard is government funded um, subsidised courses. They're free for um, job seekers are are they're heavily subsidized if you're working. So you only pay 10% of what it would normally cost. And most of the courses are post-grad. So yeah. they're level seven, level eight, level nine. Yeah, most of them are like part-time distance learning or yeah, hybrid, yeah. a bit of both. Maybe and even this one, on Saturday you go into the college, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So this one that I do, um, it's a postgraduate diploma in cybersecurity and it's done in partnership with the University of Sunderland. Yeah. And that's a really good course. And but have a look at Springboard. Um, and then I also have um, my own courses as well. So look, I, I, I'm really proud of this, but this year, um, Fortify Institute is the first accredited training center for EC Council. So yeah, you might be familiar with EC Council for that's, certified. That's fantastic. Yeah. 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 I, like some of our staff have, have uh, accreditations yeah. by EC Council. So it's, it's huge. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, brilliant. It's really good. So, uh, so they're all delivered um, live online, but it's live. It's it's not on demand. It's live yeah. training. So you, you have, have to be there to like get, get, yeah. get the get the course. Yeah, get the um, lesson. All going on, and yeah. is there an exam at the end of that? And it depends on it. There's a few different courses that I have. So at, at the moment, I have the certified ethical hacking. There's one coming mm -hmm. up in the end of um, February that is doing as a as a boot camp. Now I'm not a big fan of the boot camps because it's quite intense yeah um, so again in April I have one that's five Fridays and I think that would be nice but I'm trying out to see you know I'm testing the market as well yeah and then and do you find do you find that the the courses are you know relatable to what's going on in the industry and um, or in the job needs yeah with the CEH the one of the criticisms with the CEH was that it was knowledge-based yeah um, and that the exam was um 
multiple choice questions. So the course, the, the program that I have is the CEH Master. So it's the knowledge based plus the practical exam. And when you get those two certificates, then you get CEH Master, Certified Ethical yeah. Hacker Master. So it was very important to me that if I'm going to deliver this course, there's a practical element as well. Um, yeah, so yeah. I can't wait to, <laughs> to, to deliver that one. Um, but the other one that I have going is the Certified Cybersecurity Technician. Okay, and this is a, a scholarship and I, I want, I'd, I'd love if some of your listeners got in touch about the scholarship because sure. um, it's, a, it's a fantastic opportunity. You can go on and it's an on-demand course, so it works with people you know who need a bit of flexibility, but it covers um, ethical hacking essentials, um, network defense essentials, digital forensic essentials and security operations. And as well as that, you get the labs, you get the exam, you get um, uh, challenges. And I also give myself, I, I give some mentoring as well. So what, that's kind of, what kind of background would you need to, to, to go for well, the course? That's the thing. If you're thinking about CEH, um, you'd want to have a good bit of um, experience already. Whereas the certified cybersecurity technician is uh, it, you wouldn't need previous experience and it's also good for just some IT experience bit of IT, something IT, like that. yeah IT experience but it's more important that you have the passion for it and yeah. that you have the that willingness it's to a calling <laughs> yeah yeah because once you get into it like I know I'm yeah. I'm a lifelong learner I'm always doing courses yeah and if you have that passion you'll make the time to do it you know yeah. and yeah. you'll now you do need to have the the kit as well. I don't mean the kit. But you need yeah. to have it. Yeah, look, I've, yeah. Done, I've done like LinkedIn courses and stuff like that, and they're, and they're great for keeping you sharp and you know yeah. for keeping your industry yeah. knowledge and stuff like that. But I just don't think you can beat that local training yeah. experience um, from a from a trainer who walks the walk, you know, yeah. lives and breathes cybersecurity in Ireland, uh, you know, and 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 is, has all these different connections within the industry, you know. So I think that's a huge, huge plus in in, in, in your favour, uh, Jan. The likes of that course would be perfect for returners as well. So we have mm -hmm. a lot of people who are coming back to work after a break. Um, the typical sure. example is women who've taken a break to raise their families and then they've to come back to yeah. work. Or or else stay at home dads. Uh, yeah, it's not only women, as I've been, Absolutely. but you also have people who maybe their relationship has broken down and now they find themselves in a situation where they have to come back to work. Yeah. Um, and then you might have people who are caring for parents or maybe they've returned to Ireland after being away and mm -hmm. they now want to move into the industry. And that's that type there's of There's plenty person. of jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there. there are plenty of jobs, but it's, it is such a challenge to get that foot in the door. Yeah, and yeah. that is the the feedback I'm you getting. You need that experience as well as the, yeah. as well as the training and education, and, and then you, uh, then some of the certs then to keep you keep you up to date. Exactly, and and the networking as well, but yeah. um, yeah, the networking is so important. But I'm, I know I was only I was talking about my courses, but there's loads of other opportunities as well. There's um, e college springboard fetch courses. They're all provided by they're all government backed and funded um and they're open to everyone the yeah I, skills I hear them on the demand. radio advertising yeah fetch courses isn't just on demand but like there's all all the comtia courses are there security plus networking 
Um, De Casp was there. That's an adv advanced security professional. So, yeah. Um, oh yeah, uh, ICT Skillnet. That's another one to keep an eye on. Yeah. So, they they offer um, subsidised courses, and then the the certification bodies are getting in on the entry level certificates as well. So EC Council have the certified cybersecurity technician, but the ISC squared they have their certified in cybersecurity certification, which they're offering free at the moment. They're trying to get a million people to sign up to it. Now, it's not all um, altruistic because um, you also have to pay a membership fee to be part of ISC squared. Yeah, I think, I think I've seen um, that. Yeah, I've seen some. I was on your website and I saw uh, something that really caught my attention was your your course for SMEs. So so I, I assume that's for, for business owners or operations people. Or yeah. Tell well, us a bit about that, Jan. Well, the reason I have that up there is it's an on-demand course because it's uh, I, I often get um, organizations ask me to give talks about cybersecurity for SMEs and it's hard to make the time to, to go to all of them. So what I did was made that course available and I'm happy to make it available for free for your listeners and they can um, watch it. It's only a couple of Brilliant. hours or so. And um, let me know what you think. I, I have a few videos to add to it. I'm evolving, it, you know, adapting yeah. it all the time. Constantly but, evolving. Yeah. Yeah, but it's the same thing all the time for um, SMEs. Okay, so like Ireland is a, is a nation of, of SMEs, and it's knowing that um, like there's things within their power, especially smaller SMEs. They think they're they're nearly afraid of getting into it because you know ignorance is bliss. Mm -hmm. But there's lots that can be done, and we're looking at like the basics, like access control, multi-factor authentic authentication. Um, being prepared, putting those plans in place, you know, doing the awareness piece, making sure your staff know what type of threats are there. Um, and then putting in, you know, go, go through the scenarios, talk about phishing, talk about a phishing email, talk about phone calls. And it's just go, going through the scenarios and being prepared yeah. and, and know what to do when the inevitable happens, not if the inevitable happens, because it's going yeah, to happen. I, I like the way you said inevitable there. Yeah, <laughs> cyber attacks, a, a data breach is going to be inevitable yeah. uh, within the foreseeable. Yeah. So it's, he, it's, it's how you defend. Yeah. yeah. And I see a lot of, you know, articles, we write them ourselves, you know, how to's and all that kind of thing. And we always, you know, advocate, you know, strong cybersecurity hygiene, stuff like that. But I, yeah. I think you need to get into it in a bit, in a bit more depth um, to get yeah. it. And um, it can, I think, you know, it's coming around where cyber, where SMEs are now considering cybersecurity to be a bit of a competitive advantage. You know, they can wear yeah. it like a badge of honor, tell their customers about it, you know, protect their yeah. brand reputation, especially if it's nothing to do with finance or, you know, brokers. We see a lot of that kind of stuff or insurance uh, agents, that sort of that's, thing. So, no, it's, that's, that's great. Yeah. Um, like it, there's lots of um, standards out there. You know, and even the National Cybersecurity Centre, they have published the likes of the baseline standards and anyone yeah. can take a look at them. And and even they, they've other ones, they've they've the cyber vitals up on the National Cybersecurity Centre. Like that's a great starting point. Yeah. Um, but what we can't do is ignore it. Like it yeah. has to be. 
something we, we deal with. And I think they made a press release as well. They're, they're working on the CI4, which is the which is the Cyber Ireland four pillars. Um, and I know our, our own CEO, David, David McNamara, is involved um, with that SME committee to, to get a standard up there for, for SMEs. So I think your course will go a, probably a long way at ticking all the, a lot of those boxes yeah. when, it, when it does come out. Yeah, and um, I've just joined that um, that group as well. So. Right, <laughs> absolutely. And um, just on just on your own interest within cybersecurity, uh, how how do you stay up to date um, with the latest trends yourself? Is it just surfing the web? Do you get notifications? Any particular websites you like or publications? What, um, what are you What are you into? Well, I, I deliver classes three nights a week at the moment, and. I, a lot of it I get from my students because my students will tell me what's going on on the ground, what's yeah. the issue this week, and I in, in, encourage that type of discussion. Yeah. And then we also do a week in cyber and we talk about what's going on and we look at the different um, weekly threat reports. So the, the Ireland's National Cybersecurity Centre publishes one, the UK National Cybersecurity Centre, um, mm-hmm. the US as well, and then we also look at it, has Anessa put out anything? So, I sort of keep an eye on that stuff. Um, yeah. also, I have to say, you know, I, I like reading those reports and yeah. um, I know it's, it's bad to say, but I, I like reading about the breaches as well, because I think you can learn something from nearly all of them. Like think yeah. back just before Christmas, the MGM Grand Casino, where there was a social engineering attack, somebody oh. pretending to be an IT worker over the phone got credentials uh, and was yeah. able to get into the system that way. Like, and and uh, create a, a ransomware attack so you mixture there you know so you're getting yeah. you're yes. you know there's um there's great learnings to be taken from a case like that you know yeah um but there's a few individuals i follow i won't i won't name names but um yeah there's just um in be aware of your your local cybersecurity community and then you'll know um who to who to follow as well then I also listen to some podcasts. So I love Darknet Diaries. Um, yes. That's a really good podcast. Um, there's The Dark State is, is a good one as well from John Mooney. And um, which other ones? Oh, The Lazarus Heist. Yeah, that is a really good one. So Very The nice. Lazarus Heist, is a, it's all about North Korea, but it was um, put together by Jeff White. And Jeff White has written some really good books. So there's um, Crime.com. And I, I think everybody should read crime.com. And I, I recommend all my students to read it because um, it puts everything we talk about into context because there's the human story. Um, and, the, and there's also the book, The Lazarus Heist. And the next book Jeff is bringing out is all about um, Bitcoin laundering, money laundering, digital money laundering. It's going to be fascinating. Yeah. Um, and then what, uh, the other thing I do is try to network as much as possible. Um, and I do that for a few reasons. It's to, it's to you know, get out of my attic, <laughs> number one. <laughs> I, I think we all need human connection, you know, since COVID. Um, yeah. It's, it, you know, we've all got yeah. it, gotten into the whole remote work and hybrid work. And, but you, you just can't beat a day out. And I've seen oh. you at, may, at many of the uh, yeah. cybersecurity gigs in, in, in yeah. Dublin and around the country. But um, what, are, what, are the, what are the main ones that you, 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 you like, yeah. you look forward to every year? Well, I've been to a few, yeah. So Cyber Ireland do a nice one. And the good thing about Cyber Ireland's um, conference is it doesn't have to be in Dublin. 
Okay, so they've had yeah. conferences in Cork. They've had the last one in Galway, mm-hmm. and owning the team there, they put together a great conference to get really good speakers in as well. That's their annual uh, conference. Their annual conference, yeah. yeah. Now, my really the ones I really like are the ones that don't cost a lot because I like to meet my students at these events, um, and I don't like to like use them to you know, you're not going to spend hundreds and hundreds to yeah. Um, go to an event if you're if it's coming out of your own pocket, you know. Um, so IrisCon is a really yeah. good one. So 50 Brian quid for IrisCon. Yeah, yeah, that's your lunch and everything. <laughs> it's it's brilliant. Yeah, and the collection <laughs> of speakers that um, Brian Holman's yeah. team puts together is just it's just fantastic. And yeah. yeah, that's for me. That's 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 probably number one on the on the calendar. I know we don't have a lot of. Um, yeah. There's probably three or four, you know, big cybersecurity gigs in Ireland every year, or infosec gigs. Um, yeah. Not like the UK have a lot more, and it's a lot more regionalized. But um, yeah, I think for for fifty quid, you get a you, you get a great uh, you get yeah. a a great day out, and you get to meet some great exhibitors and sponsors as well when you're there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to plug and ourselves then, there on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then B sides. So I, I really enjoy B-Sides. Yeah. So B-Sides is sort of known as, it's it's smaller, yeah. but it's more hands-on and it's not... Peer-to-peer set, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's peer-to-peer. By it's the not, people, for yeah. the people. Yeah, and it, again, it's it costs practically nothing. It's like 15 euro. And yeah. then there's also a Capture the Flag event. So Capture the Flag events yeah. are fantastic. Like zero big. days. Yeah, zero days. Uh, I know Mark, and Lane, Mark Lane and his team there put on a, a, a great show at, at, at zero days, and it's getting bigger every year. I think that's in Crow yeah. Park. In in um, we put the dates up on our website because we're we're always involved. But um, yeah, I just noticed every year uh, it's getting bigger and bigger, and more and more people are turning out in costumes. It's, it's becoming a bit like a comic con or something like that, and it's I find that really intriguing that that uh, there's a real atmosphere and there's a real community around it. You know, with young people and. And yeah. as you said, diversity, women in cyber, there was a big push there on that as well. So um, there's, there's, there's plenty of diversity there at Zero Days. Well, I, I was at Zero Days as a volunteer. So I was one of the Harry Potters. <laughs> so, oh, nice one. <laughs> the last one. Um, yeah, so so the guys are doing fantastic work there. And like what you're saying about the, the capture the flag events are great for um skills for developing skills and then also for getting a team together for the european Cybersecurity challenge and that's yeah. where comsec have recently sponsored the boot camp for women um to develop their ctf skills and i was at that a, a few months ago a couple of months yeah, ago great turnout great turnout oh, that one. Brilliant. it was brilliant um, and that's what we need to do. We need to get in industry on board to help us, um, you know, get get more women involved. Um, yeah. And that and that's what we're seeing. That if if the events are put on, it's like that. Yeah. If, if you build it, it will yeah, come. Yeah, and, and there's plenty of courses, it. as you said, as well. And there's there seems yeah. to be a lot of seems to be courses for everyone. You know, whether you're, you have a technical background, you don't, or you have before and you've left it, you want to come back to it again. You know, there seems to be plenty plenty out there you know so um you know um if like if there was one myth in cyber security that you wanted to spell uh, to people today what 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 would that be just off the top of your head you know what the myth is and I, this actually comes up a lot um that it's hard <laughs> that cyber security is hard it's not hard okay a lot of it is and when we're talking about the likes of 
ethical hacking, pen testing, you know, the real sort of skills. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's if you learn how to use particular tools to do a particular job in a particular situation, yeah, that's all they're doing. Okay. And it's not beyond any of us who have the will. It's like learning to use any tool in a toolbox to carry out any job. You can learn it and you can just apply it. And with time and experience, you get better and better. And that's what it is. It's the same in cybersecurity. Time, yeah. experience, and you, you do get you do get better and better. And I, I, I do hear in conversations when you're talking about someone in, in cybersecurity yeah. and they say he or she gets it. What, yeah. what are they talking about? I, well, they're not. It's like I like this idea of of removing the curtain. Like they're they're not wizards, you know. Mm -hmm. They have they just they understand just have it. this interest, have aptitude. But you do need to have the aptitude. I'm not saying everyone has to do it. But I'm just saying if you want to, you can do it. Um, because a lot of the the cyber, like the ethical hacking stuff. I've only got into the ethical hacking in the last few years because I, I, I know my background is technical, but I wasn't doing security. You know, I was just um, doing general IT stuff and computer services stuff, but I wasn't doing the digital forensics, the ethical hacking, that. Yeah. Now I am building those skills more and more and more. And it is, it's so much fun. <laughs> And you can get lost in it. Um, you have a passion for it. I can see that. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. and it's, and it's like, like I'm nearly fifty. I'm fifty in a few months, and so you, it's not a, an age thing. I know I'm never going to work as a pen tester at this stage. Yeah, but that's I, I, I'm the same. I'm, I'm not too far <laughs> off you, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That, yeah I'd um, always wonder, you know. But I, I look, it's it's yeah. it's interesting for someone like me who works in a commercial role within cybersecurity and has a bit of technical knowledge unofficially yeah. like i've done courses vendor courses and all that kind of stuff but i do have an appetite to take it to the next level and do something that's going to give me a little bit more and have a certificate at the end of it as well to say hey i've done it you know so well, that's that's what i'm really interested in yeah I'll send what would you, you recommend for for someone like me yeah well <laughs> Do you know what? There's a, there's a few links I would send you. Okay. So one of them is the EC Council Cyber Essentials one. Okay. Because that's completely free. All right. Anyone can go on to it. You can just Google EC Council Cyber Essentials and there's three courses there that you can, uh, on demand courses that you can do. Okay. Um, and there's also the, the books, the textbooks and everything. Um, there's some really good YouTube videos. Um, and there's some YouTube academies and one of them is the TCM Academy and they're pushing a, a, a certification at the moment, which is practical pen testing. Oh, I can't remember what exactly what it's called, but it's yeah. the TCM Academy. They're we, on we YouTube. Put the, as I said earlier yeah. in the intro, we'll put all the links up on the, on, the, on the podcast. Yeah. They put all their content up for free. And if you want to take the cert, take it. And I think that's a, a brilliant way of doing it um, because you, you can get the knowledge. You can get the knowledge on YouTube. You can Google it. Like um, the, But it's it's if you you'll need the certificate at some point to be able to get your first role. OK, um, because having either the qualifications or the certificates will 
get you that interview. OK, um, now you have to perform at that interview, but to actually get to, you know, get past the, the recruitment consultants, you unfortunately do need to have yeah. to be able to have those certs and, and yeah. show that. There's, there's some great, you know, hybrid commercial roles like solution roles yeah. um, that are, you know, maybe 30 percent technical, 70 percent commercial as well, you know, and, and, and they can be really yeah. great careers as well. So and um, that's I think that's where you know, my interest yeah. peaks, you know. Um, so look, and, and then in terms of back to Fortify Institute, um, yeah. what are your plans for the future? Um, well, I want to expand on the courses. Um, we also do the Cloud Security Alliance, um, the CCSK, that's the Certificate in Cloud Security Knowledge, so, which is really good because it focuses on best practice in cloud security and it's vendor neutral. OK, so that's a popular one and I've run, I've have one I running. See that being really popular. Yeah, cloud yeah. security. There's a bit of a myth around that as well, you know. But, yeah. Um, yeah. But um, again, it's it's yeah. a network. It needs to be secured properly. And that, that's what people have to realize about the cloud. It's not some big castle in the sky. It's not. No. It's, it's, a, it's a server rack sitting in a, in a, in a data center. <laughs> Still has to be protected. So somebody else there, there will be some protection given out of the box. But as we know, when you get a laptop out of the box, it's it's not safe. You know, you got to put yeah. your I mean, you got to put you your controls be, on it. You have to be proactive, and and yeah. that's it as well. You have to be proactive. You have to um, be able to uh, assess risk in, in in every situation, and it's the yeah. same in the cloud. And it's also different in the cloud. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and then other uh, plans then. Um. Yeah. For in June, I actually want to run the instant handler one, certified instant handler, and that I want to do that in person. I think that would be a nice one to do in person. Um, so I'm looking for events, or not events, sorry, um, locations for that at the moment because I'm like I, I am involved in. I, I try because I'm working for myself now. I try to make time for my community work, which is working with trying to get more, um, that diversity piece, trying to get more women. Um, I also am involved in women in business groups. So I'm the I'm an ambassador for the Awaken Hub, um, which is an all, uh, all country, sorry, an all island um, incubator for women in business. And then yeah. I, I'm also involved in Awaken Angels, which is an investment syndicate that okay. focuses on women in who are founders of tech businesses as well so yeah um, you have many you have many spoons and many pots yeah yeah but it, I'm very, <laughs> but that's, very that's what entrepreneurs do and yeah that's how you network and get to meet yeah, all different yeah. people and things happen for you you know um as yeah. you said like you have to get out of the uh, the attic um and, <laughs> and, and, and meet people you know so uh and and where can our, our listeners uh find you online now we will post the, the links yeah. of course but if you want to get so, in touch with yourself Jan yeah I'm on fortifyinstitute.com it's the website and I'm on LinkedIn please reach out if you've uh, you've any questions I have um uh, if you have any if you need any advice about courses as well I've no problem um helping people out and helping direct them uh, but like I said it depends on where you're starting from what your end goal is um but there yeah. all there are uh, so many options out there and in, in Ireland as well we're so fortunate that 
um, education is so accessible and affordable. Yeah. You know, legislation is a big driver of cybersecurity investment. Um, and I think t- two coming down the road very, very quickly are DORA and NIST 2. And I know they're related, NIST, NIST 2 being the being the, the the standard that incorporates DORA um, for financial companies as well. So have you had um, uh, uh, many dealings or much dealings or, or, or talks around that? Uh, well, NIST 2 at the Cyber Summit a few months ago, um, I, I was speaking with, I was, I was on a panel with um, a, few, a couple of other women who were talking about this too. And I was looking at it from an education perspective, but um, this too has, has expanded and there's a lot, you know, there's more sort of captured in, in the scope. But what we need to remember is that, yeah, back to the SMEs, if you're an SME who is providing a service to one of the sectors that are that are affected by NIST 2, you're affected by NIST 2. So don't think yeah. it's something to do with you because if you're in the supply chain, it is because that's now the whole reporting piece that's now part of that's now your headache as well. Yeah. And it's and not that it's like this is all essentially it's all about national security. So it's a good thing. Yeah, it's all leading up the pyramid. Um, yeah, so, if, yeah. so if you're a, an SME yeah. sp- supplying into a government office or yeah. or a so critical service, yeah. you know, company like a water company or electrical company or something, electrical supply company, yeah, you need to you need to conform to those set of cybersecurity yeah. framework measures that are set out in this too, uh, just as much as the as the as the big players, the big organisations. I, I don't think there's enough there's enough uh, about that yet. Yes. Now I know it's a it's a year. It's like it's October before it kicks in. A um, short year. But, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. No, we, we'll we'll do our best. But we're doing yeah. our best to promote that and uh, in, get that message in, out there. Yes. And I know Cyber yeah. Ireland and um, yeah. some some of the different groups as well are are, are on that train yeah. as well. So that's that's I think it's usually. Um, and it can only be a good thing for everybody. Yeah, As you said, national security trickles down into SMEs. So we, we, we've seen that from enterprise measures uh, yeah. and some of the industry compliance uh, standards coming down into SMEs as well. Um, you know, cyber essentials, we've seen it for years. Companies dealing with tenders in the UK, oh, I need to have cyber essentials, you know, and yeah. it, it brings our cyber security up, you know, to a great level um, where they're comfortable. You know, and it doesn't take that much investment to get them there as well. So, it's it's, it's great, and uh, it's certainly a, a great industry to be in. And um, Jan, I want to thank you for your time today. And uh, if our listeners want to get in touch with you, they have your details. We're going to link everything in the description of the of the podcast. Brilliant. Thanks, Sarah.